What's up, podcast world? I'm back, and I'm really, really excited to talk about what I'm going to talk about today because it is a very important and crucial part of your whole body health journey. It was a very big part of my whole body health journey, and I still, 11 years into my whole body health journey, still un or I want to say unraveling, but actually a better word is healing my emotional attachment to food. And every single client that I have, we go through this, this healing process. And if you have not healed your emotional attachment to food, which every woman, every person, but specifically women, that's who I work with, all of you have an emotional attachment to food. And, and it's not a bad thing. People make it seem like it's bad. The only bad thing about emotionally eating is when you don't heal the root of the emotion. And this podcast, I'm going to talk about what emotional eating really means, where it's rooted, and how I have myself and with clients heal that part of you so that you can close that part of your life and move forward. And that is what that is what's going to allow you to sustain the lifestyle, which is going to allow you to, to sustain the progress that comes along with the lifestyle that you're trying to live. Okay, so what does emotional, being emotionally attached to food, what does that mean? That means you are have uncontrollable episodes of binge eating with no control and rooted in emotion, whether it be sadness or memories with your your family or happiness, anxiety, stress, any emotion that triggers you or causes any action, period, to be honest with you, with eating. And again, this can be, you can be an emotional drinker. You can be an emotional pot smoker. You can be an emotional anything that is in the, and again, the only reason and the only thing, I guess, when I would consider it, quote unquote, not for you bad and and not for you when it does not serve you is when it's uncontrolled and when it's unaddressed, I guess would be a good place. So I'll give you an example that I literally just kind of really healed this past Christmas, this past holiday season. So my grandma makes the best pecan pie. She made, I'm sorry, she passed away. She's passed away. I, I want to say I was young when she passed away, but I mean, I wasn't like a, a little kid. I was 20, I was in my eating disorder. So I was, I don't know, 24, 25. And she made the best pecan pie. Like it was just, it's just amazing. No other pecan pie is like hers. And I would always eat it and then either binge and purge or, or not eat it at all, right? Restrict myself. Or I would feel guilty and the next day or even right after go for a long run or I would just burn it off in my head, right? So those are those are red flags that you have an emotional attachment to whatever food that is that your trigger makes you eat, right? Mine was the pecan pie. And so for even once I started my whole body health journey, so this is in 2013 when I started using flexible dieting. And when I say flexible dieting is going to heal you from your emotional attachment to food. I am not, I'm not trying to just say that. I really mean it because it allows you the flexibility. 
So every year since I started 2013, I have fit pecan pie into my macros for holidays. So the last rewind real quick, the last holiday season that my grandma was alive, I did not eat the pecan pie because I was in that eating disorder. So I didn't want to binge and purge. I knew that I didn't have, I wasn't going to go work out after I knew that. So therefore I'm just not going to eat it. And that's what I did. And I didn't eat it. And for, to this day, I wish I would have just ate that pie because one, I know it's not, it wouldn't have made a difference, but two, it was the last one she'd ever make. So, and obviously I didn't know that at the time looking in hindsight, that would have been what I would have changed, but I can't. So all I can do is, is move forward. Right? So every year since 20, 13, since I started tracking macros and use, using flexible dieting, I have fit pecan pie into macros every single Thanksgiving and Christmas and have not in the first couple years I did overeat on the pecan pie and every year that first couple, probably five years, I had to make adjustments to how I approached those holidays because I knew I wasn't going to restrict it. I also knew I needed to not binge eat it. Right. Even though those first couple of years, I didn't I didn't purge because I wasn't going to do that. I told myself I wasn't going to do that. I couldn't do that because I had Isabella. I had Andy. That was not even an option. Overeating was an option because I let it be. And so if I did and when I did, because I did, I would either work it off in my head or I would just keep going. So but I every holiday season I had to pull like make a make a new plan if you want to think of it like that to not overeat to just stick with what I said I was going to do and and follow through with that so I didn't have any mental battles on that on the other end right on the on the outside or the um after the holidays so about five years into my whole body health journey so this is like 2013 so this is 2019 ish I fit the whole because I had reversed my calories up at that point I was eating like almost 4,000 calories a day, maintaining my physique where I wanted it. So I was metabolically, hormonally, aesthetically, where I, all, everything that I knew I could be and I did of my knowledge at that point in my journey, I had done. So I fit a whole pecan pie into my macros for Thanksgiving and Christmas for, I want to, so all the, all the years from 20, probably 2018, 2019 through this past Christmas and this past Christmas, and so I would eat the whole pie, not in one sitting throughout the day, but that, and that's, you know, I ate protein and I had a couple protein bars. Like I would literally fit the pecan pie into my macros because my, my macros were so high and I wouldn't gain weight. I would just, it would not affect me at all. I just would keep on going. And so flexible dieting, one, allowed me to do that, allowed me to fit that into my macros. And this past year I, I was able to, I literally ate one serve, like one like I said, it take, took me like a whole day to eat the whole pie. And so it was over, over the day. But after the second serving that day on Christmas, this 2023, I'll, I asked myself, because I asked myself every single time I would take a bite or even going to the next serving, is it as good as the first bite? Is it as good as the first bite? And as, as soon as my answer becomes no, and this applies to every time you eat. This is how you learn part of learning how to intuitively eat and start listening to your, your hunger signals. Is it as good as the first bite? And if the answer is yes, then that means your body is not satisfied and you can continue. You can take another bite. You can take another bite. And as soon as the, your answer is no, 
that means your body is satisfied. That means you don't need to take another bite because it's not going to be as good as that first bite. And this past Christmas, on my second serving, I asked myself that question and the answer was no. It is not as good. And that was such, I remember just when I answered myself, I smiled so big because I knew at that point that I had healed that part of me. And that doesn't mean anything bad. That doesn't mean I don't miss my grandma. It just means that I healed that part of me through all of these years of allowing myself to eat the pecan pie with no restrictions and no cons of eating it. And that was the most, and I did a live about this on Instagram. It was amazing. This feeling was amazing. And that is what I do as a coach is I help women heal these emotional attachments to food through teaching them flexible dieting and giving them. So yesterday, uh, one of my clients in her check-in, we have Mardi Gras in Louisiana. And that means parades. That means usually means daiquiris, means king cake. It means Popeye's for a lot of women. Popeye's uh, is a fried chicken place that Louisiana is known for. And it's very popular just for in Louisiana period, but definitely during Mardi Gras. And she said this weekend they had their first Mardi Gras parade of the year and she was going to be eating Popeye's on Sunday. And she just said, I never eat it. I, and I will, there's nothing that pretty much, you know, and she's a new, new client. She was like, you're not going to tell me not to. And I would never tell a client to not eat anything. I'm going to tell them how to eat it <laughs> and how we're going to, go about this. So anyway, but in her check-in, she was, she was like, this is what we do on Sundays on this first Mardi Gras. This is, this is a tradition. And I, so that day after her check-in, I made a, I call them how I'd track X. So how I track Popeye's is what I, I did for them yesterday. And it's just the macros for the most of the food, the most popular food in restaurants that my girls go to. And so that they don't have to think one, they can trust these macros because I've been counting macros for 11 years. I'm, I know very quickly if I look at a macros, whether it be in the app or on Google, if these are accurate or not, or, you know, they're not going to be a hundred percent accurate, but if I would use them and I've eaten out at a million places over the last 11 years. So I make these guides for them so that they can literally just come to it and know what to trust. So I made that and I sent it to them yesterday. And I also put in there what I would personally order at this restaurant. Or yeah, so I, I sent that to them and I sent it specifically to her. And I said, I made this for you for Sunday. So let's make a plan and let's enjoy Sunday for this, for what it is. And her text back to me is why I am doing this podcast, because I was reminded of the importance of what I do, honestly. She said, you have my heart. Holidays are real. And for me, Mardi Gras means Popeye's. I be, if I'm being honest, when I say I never eat it otherwise, it's just a memory with my mom and she has passed. It's a connection thing. And that just hit me because I feel you, girl. I feel you 100%. And I'm going to teach you how to eat Popeye's. And you know, we can eat it every Sunday if you want to. Until that part of you is healed, we're going to eat it. And we're going to enjoy it 100%. We're going to be there mentally. We're going to be there physically. And we're going to also still, quote unquote, be on track 
with our physique goals. And so again, the healing that root, you heal it by giving it the food that is causing the issue. You heal from the root cause, right? And there's nothing we can do in, in that situation, in my situation, there's nothing I can do. I can't go back. I can't change what I did, but I can just heal it. And, and if it takes, so I call them in my program food cycles. So we'll cycle through, whether it be, and some of my girls will do, you know, one food at a time or, you know, a diff, couple of different foods throughout the week. A lot, a lot of my girls, we do Mexican. That's a huge trigger for people or cookies, like any type of cookies, Oreos being one of them, that's a huge trigger for people. So, all right, we're just going to fit two Oreos in to your macros every night. And eventually you're going to get to where you just don't care if you have Oreo or not. Eventually you don't care if you have another chip and queso or not. And that is when the food cycle is over. That's when you have healed that attachment and you could literally sit here with surrounded by Oreos and, and not have any feelings at all. You can also know, you know what, I can eat one and it's not going to definitely not going to cause any type of deterrence to my progress, but I don't really want one. Right. And that when you can do that and you cycle through these foods and these foods, you know, the food cycles, the first pretty much five years of my journey, I cycled through foods, I cycled through donuts, I cycled through pizza, hamburgers, french fries, like everything that I would, peanut butter, everything that I would binge eat on, whether I binge and purge or just binge period, I cycled through those. And some of it, some of those cycles took two weeks of, of eating ice cream was one of them. I ate a pint of Halo Top ice cream every night for about six months until finally I was like, uh, this cycle needs sand because you about to go broke. <laughs> so whatever tell you, whatever you tell yourself, you know, and now, and again, I haven't had donuts. I haven't had pizza. I hadn't had to have any of that since the cycle was over. I have had it randomly, you know, but I don't have any urge to binge eat at all. And I haven't binge, binge eat since literally I haven't, I can't even tell you when, <laughs> when, but it's because I have healed these places and I enclose these, these unhealed places and I've done it healthy. And so flexible dieting, you know, when I talk about on social media that I get my girls to eat canned vegetables and pizza or uh, Popeye's fried chicken or all these places that are quote unquote unhealthy. And I always say whole body, like no food is unhealthy. All food is healthy. It's just healthy for different parts of whole body health. So Oreos is healthy for your heart, your soul, whatever you want to call it. I, same thing with ice cream. Same thing with this, with Popeye's, right? It's good for her soul to eat that. And we're going to eat it until she, she no longer needs to feed that. And however long that takes, whether it be a month or a year or five years, it doesn't matter because she's still going to be continuing her journey. She's still going to be losing weight. She's still going to be losing body fat. She's not going, that is not going to cause any deterrence. She's not going to fall off nothing because we're going to fit into her macros and we're going to, that's the beauty of flexible dieting. That's, you know, that's the number, I would say the best part about flexible dieting is that it allows you to heal this place. It allows you to 
to be flexible <laughs> with all the foods because if you're not flexible, you're not going to be able to sustain the lifestyle and sustain the progress. And that is the biggest takeaway that it has, whatever diet you do, whatever coach you hire, if it's not a diet you can do for the rest of your life, do not do it. Do not waste your time. Do not waste your money on learning another diet to just have to relearn another diet. Don't you want to learn like one more and that's it. And this is getting into a whole nother podcast about being efficient with energy, but just learn one diet, be able to eat and adapt to life, go to holiday, go to holidays, go to vacations, go to date night, go to girls night out, have a margarita, have a pecan pie, have all the things, all the foods. All you need is even a little plan. And to be honest with you, I got tips and tricks to where if you don't have a plan and you still go to Popeye's, that's okay. We're going to, this is what we're going to do here, right? Because that has happened because life has happened. That's just life. Sometimes you can plan for as much as you want. That's the goal. But a lot of times, you know what? You don't have, you can't plan. Not, you don't have to, but you can't because it's spur of the moment life and we got to be able to be adaptable and we're going to learn through it. So I hope that this podcast just really helped you understand that why flexible dieting is so important more so also understand that it's very, very, very normal to have these emotional attachments to food and whether you consciously know it or you subconsciously know it, it's very normal and it's also very fixable. Not, it doesn't need medication to fix it. You know, a lot of people, this will dive, throw them into this depressed place where they have to get on depression. We're not trying to get on depression medicine. We're just trying to control it through as naturally as possible through food and through your habits, through your mind. And it can be done. I've done it myself. I've helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women heal from the inside out. And it's, it's probably the, for me, the most satisfying feeling that I can give a woman. Of course, your body and your physique and weight loss and body and all the things as far as aesthetically, all that comes after these things right? You can't, that, that's just, you know, people always ask, is my goal to become a pro bikini competitor? That's not really the goal. The goal is to just keep doing what I'm doing. And the pro bikini competitor is just part of what I'm doing. So it's inevitable. It's inevitable that your body is going to change. You're going to lose fat. You're going to build muscle. You're going to change your physique. That's inevitable when you change these from the inside, from the inside out is what my girls say. So I encourage you to do that. And if you need help, I'm here. Obviously, you can fill out the coaching application below. You can follow me on Instagram. Shoot me a text. Let's talk on the, shoot me a DM. Sorry. Let's get on the phone. Let's just talk. But you just know that you're not alone. You're not broken. You're not, you don't have to keep getting on and off. There's nothing to get on and off. You just keep going. Let's just heal these things that are causing you to fall off. And it's going to change your life. To be honest with you, it's going to change your life, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. So, all right, thank you again for being here. I'm super excited about this podcast. I think I say that every single time. So, 
Grace of Record underscore fit on Instagram. The link below is fill out my application and schedule your free call. And then yeah, I will see y'all and talk to y'all next time. So that's it for today. As always, thank you so much for being here. It means so much to me that you even want to listen to my stories. If you felt this episode spoke to you in any way, please share it with your friends, share it with your family. If you share it on social media, please tag me on Instagram, Gracie Record underscore fit on Facebook, Gracie Record. I'd love to just connect with you and just watch your journey and, and learn from you. If you're interested in my one-on-one whole body health coaching program, the application is below. You can fill it out because you're a free call with me and we can just figure out your next step together. And yeah, I cannot wait to talk to you. I cannot wait to meet you. I cannot wait to hopefully connect with each and every one of y'all because you are the reason that I'm here. So I'm so thankful for y'all.